Do you believe that? Do you believe that? See, this is why this is why you don't have the rookie do the Twitch stuff. Because he never gets it right. He never, ever, ever gets it right. But that is besides the point. Tonight, we have a very special guest. And for this very special guest, I must give him a royal, a knightly introduction. So everyone, bear with me for one second as I prepare for an introduction that's worthy of a knight. So, my lords, my ladies, and the rest of Bald Monkey Nation, tonight I have the privilege, nay, the pleasure, of introducing you, a champion for hire, a chivalrous warrior in the kingdoms of action wrestling, Paradigm Pro, Generation Championship Wrestling, and many others. Hailing from Winterham of the Virgin Queen State of Virginia, without further ado, I give to you the one, the only, Sir Knight Merrick Donovan! Sir, thank you for joining us. Huzzah! Huzzah! Let's get some huzzahs in the chat, everybody. Come on. Merrick, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I gave the introduction, your introduction, as good as it could have been through our Twitch channel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, thanks for joining us tonight on the Captain's Quarters. Uh, everybody in the chat, make sure you uh, get some questions in. Val will be taking questions in the chat that we'll get to ask Merrick uh, later on tonight. So, Merrick, what we all want to know, and we're going to go back, we're going to go back to when you were a, a little knight, a little knight in training, not wrestling training yet, but just what was young Merrick Donovan like growing up as a kid? Nice. Now, you said three-sport athlete. I'm assuming that one of them was wrestling. And the other two were... They still can't... What? Ay, 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 ay. Okay, how about now? Huzzah. I think we're good now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm telling you. It's okay. I'm telling Technology you. Merrick, is all mine. I apologize. I, sh I should be put on the guillotine for this. Vic said that did it. You know, what? when you got to unmute two different things 
and you never do this, it's really yeah. a pain in the ass. It's a royal pain in the ass. Oh, no. <laughs> I can completely understand that. So it's okay. I'll keep the I'll keep the uh, executioner away from you from now, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll make sure that you'll be okay. You know, gallows do get they get a little rough after a while. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Bless you. So we're gonna start again, and I'm gonna ask that okay. question again, even though you already answered it to me. But what was a young Merrick Donovan like? Okay, so. Uh, growing up, I come from very humble beginnings in Virginia, um, small town, um, not a lot. Uh, until recently, we were just a one flashing light town. Now we have two stoplights uh, oh. moving up. Um, uh, I was an only child, so just uh, it was just me and my parents just um, enjoying life, understanding what's uh, of the world and what's going on with the world. Um, I was a three-sport athlete. I just really enjoy um, just competition, um, playing sports, being active. I never stood still, um, uh, but I was a good child, but I just never stood still. Um, and that's really was me. Um, just, just being active, having fun and trying to understand what the world was around me. You never got into too much trouble as, as a kid. Uh, so the worst thing that I did as a kid was, uh, I got in trouble for dancing on the bus. Um, every time the bus would stop, I would dance on the bus and I got in trouble for it. In, I, in I, your seat or in the aisle? In the aisle, you know, sometimes I like to play as a gesture and just like have everybody look at me and have fun. So, you know. <laughs> I get it. I get and 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 as a youngin, you weren't quite knighted yet, so it's expected. No, no I I was, you know, a royal dunce at times. So <laughs> as we all are. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so um oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that was it. Uh now you mentioned sports, three sports. Like I said, before I unmuted you, I'm assuming yes. that one of those sports was wrestling. Uh yes. what were the other two sports? The other two sports was um soccer. Um that was actually my first sport was playing soccer. Um and then uh my second sport was uh football. Um, well, that was in high school, we were, we, those were on two different seasons, but growing up younger, it was at the same time. So I was stayed with soccer for a while. Then I moved on to football for a little bit. Then I went back to soccer and, um, one year actually of high school, I was a track athlete too. So I just, whatever I could just to be active, I was active. <laughs> now, do you feel that, do you feel a lot of kids and I, I, I would say probably especially boys their first mm -hmm. sport to play is soccer? Um, well, at, where I'm from, a lot of kids' first sports are football mm. um, or baseball. It's one of the two. Um, but I feel like soccer, it's an easier sport to play, and especially as, as a young child. All you want to do is run around and just kick things. So soccer is a very easy sport uh, to play with as far as your motor mechanics. Mm -hmm. um football is a little bit more strategic knowing how to tackle standing still for like two seconds three seconds then running then stopping again so soccer is a lot easier for younger children to play um but yeah where i'm from football was usually your first sport um, gotcha so yeah you the, uh, usually <laughs> yeah when i when i grew up i grew up i started playing soccer and i started playing baseball those were my two sports that i grew up playing and i remember man i hated 
every minute of playing soccer. Yeah. That, that's, that's probably due to the fact that I hated to actually run around. So, uh, and I was, I was not good enough to actually be a goalie. So I didn't have the, the, the luxury just to kind of, you know, not saying that soccer goalies just stand there, but as a kid, right, no, a lot of the times they do just kind of stand there. My, uh, my actual second coming back into soccer after football, I was a goalie. And in my freshman year of high school, I was a goalie as well. So I, I played everywhere. I played every position growing up. Um, goalie was fun. Uh, my last season of rec league or little league, um, no one actually scored on me. I was like, no, I, nothing got past me. So that was, oh, wow. that was a fun, that was a fun achievement for myself. And we, we won the championship and everything. Um, but it was, that was a fun achievement. Nice. So yeah. <laughs> not getting into too much trouble, a little bit of dancing on the bus, three sport athlete with yeah. a little bit of track thrown in there. Now I, I, I send our research department out. We always like to do a little bit of research on everybody that we interview. One of the yeah. things that, that came out in the interview, I, I thought two of them were, were, one was is definitely very important to note. And the other one is a question. Your background in drama. Yes. How how did oh, wow. how did you get into into that? Like were you in plays? Like what plays were you in? Like what what prompted your interest in 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 the drama club? So uh wow. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You I know we're pulling, we, 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 we pull everything out of everywhere, Merrick. Come on. Okay. Wow. So, uh, I actually did two years of drama. Um, my seventh grade and eighth grade year, I, I've always loved to be the center of attention, I guess, is being the only child. Um, and I enjoy acting and just the spotlight and doing what I can to, to be a good center of attention grabber mm-hmm. um actually the first year that i ever did it i was not asked to join so i was kind of bummed about that but they needed people <laughs> for whatever play that they were doing so they brought me back in and uh i'm trying to think what the play was it had to do with like toys or like superheroes because i remember i was batman or something okay and funny story so i actually had a old smackdown tag team championship and that was my utility belt for a little while as batman <laughs> with, but, with um, the big think, with, with the big plaque right in the middle and everything yes but like i used some electric tape just you know to cover the w's and everything so at least it looked like black and gold um my dad however he did buy me an actual like batman utility belt and uh but uh i did that right. for two years and um it was okay uh it kind of helped me to break uh, a little bit of my shyness that i do have mm. uh but it was just for for what i think one one competition one semester um it wasn't uh very long at all it never moved on to anything in high school because we didn't have a, a theater class that did plays and everything so it was just something i guess i guess it was in a way it was me uh, training for wrestling before i even got into wrestling so (laughs) it was a fun experience i was gonna say does i mean even though it's just a small bit of a background in it does that did that really help you in like your character development and how you speak during promos you know and and how you interact with the crowds at wrestling events um 
I, I'm not sure. I don't really think it did too much because like I said, it was a club, it was a club and it wasn't very strenuous. Um, it really wasn't taken too seriously, not for me, but like from like the, the coaching staff and like all the other kids. So it was just something for us to do. So we weren't, you know, just at home doing homework all the time. Yep. Uh, but it probably helped in some ways of me, like I said, like getting over some of the shyness that I had, because like I I barely talked when I was younger. So it just helped to like open me up more and more to where I am now. Where I'm far more open than I used to be. So um, I'm very appreciative of the experience that it did, you know, maybe help unlock a little a little door that was there. Nice. So now the other thing that I I saw uh, from our research team was that you, when, when you went on to college, you actually had an academic full ride. Yes. Plus, <laughs> plus you also had some, some sports uh, scholarships out there, but you chose the academic one. Yes. Wow, y'all. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Uh, you you didn't I know had, that we brought that we brought it like this, did you? Yeah, I had no idea to be honest with you. That wow, was crazy. Um, See, now, now so sometimes yeah, sometimes sometimes the the research department works well, and we yeah. will probably find out later in this interview that the research department doesn't do well, and we will have to fire <laughs> them again. <laughs> no, so okay, so yeah, like I I did have a full academic ride. Um, what happened was I went to a uh, it was like a college fair but it was like a special one where you could just do your application in front of the people and they'll tell you on the spot if you're accepted or not. Um, the college that I eventually went to was there. I wrote out the uh, application. They said I was accepted. I was like, cool, that's awesome. And uh, later on, I was actually training um, for wrestling um, as far as like high school amateur style wrestling because I was going into States that week and my mom came to the school and she was like, I have something for you. And I was like, what? And I looked and it was a letter stating that I have a full academic ride. I'm on presidential scholarship. And so, um, yeah, and it was a private institution. So it was a lot of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. So it was that. But what I ended up doing was I used that. Um, I actually had two scholarships for wrestling to uh, NAIA schools. One was in... Um, Forest City, Iowa. The other one was in Oklahoma. And um, I, you know, I had to use the the fact that I had a full ride to see if I could, you know, get more money from them um, for the wrestling. And they couldn't, you know, they couldn't uh, honor it. Plus the fact that I, I wasn't a state champion. So I was like, okay, well, thank you for your time, unfortunately, because that was that was the main goal and dream was to go to college for wrestling. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't do that. Um, but I did have an academic full ride, so I'm debt free. So I think I'd rather take the debt free part versus <laughs> the four years of more wear and tear of my body from wrestling. So um, I'm actually glad kind of I took it. <laughs> yeah, I went to a private school myself for college and okay. I know what I paid back then. And to see what the kids are paying now. Yeah, it's like yeah. insane. It's Insane. It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. So now, did you also wrestle when you were at college, or did you just like concentrate on on the academic side of things? Um. Well, I, my freshman year, I was trying to um, find a wrestling team. I tried to go 
see if I could make one at the school that I was at, a club, intramurals or something like that, but they were stating how much money it was going to be and it was just too much for them. And I was like, well, okay. Um, the college I did go to, St. Augustine's University in Raleigh, um, we're right beside NC State. Mm. So what I tried to do was join the club at NC State, but I couldn't find the right people to ask the right questions. So I had to just take a back seat and just worry about academics instead of trying to wrestle any longer. Um, however, whenever I went back home for winter break, I always helped volunteer coach uh, the team that I used to be a part of in high school. But later on, that that took a different road um, that I'm kind of proud about. I ended up becoming a head coach um, at 22 for a varsity team at a, another uh, school. And that worked out for a while. So. So it was all work for time. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. When, when I heard that, uh, I was like that. I mean, that's, it's something that you don't always hear about right. people in general that, you know, that they are a standout athlete, but at the same time, they're also a standout on the academic side. And to have that be something that's in your pocket that you can go back to is, is gotta be great. And, 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 proud for you proud for your parents too you yeah. know to have that yeah. and and no debt no debt yeah no debt <laughs> yeah um honestly uh when i told my mom of what i wanted to do as far as wrestling and everything she was like well you already graduated you have your degree so go ahead do whatever you want to do and i was like all right cool so <laughs> i had no problem with that um but yeah my mom preached uh academics a lot so I was always, you know, working on grades, stuff like that. Um, I would get scolded if I had a C. I can count on one hand how many C's I had all the way through college. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, it was something that I made sure I always did and took part of. And it, it wasn't too bad because um, I, I, I was one of those students that could just understand knowledge really easily. Um, write it down and I'll have it for a while. And as soon as I didn't need it anymore, I'll throw it away. So... <laughs> And um, small class sizes, so I could always talk to the teachers if something was going on. Because there was one time um, during wrestling season uh, where I had like a 36F in a trigonometry. And I was like, hey, uh, wrestling season's almost over with. So once that's over, I'll do better. And I did. And my grades went up automatically as soon as wrestling season was done. Because it was my senior year. And my main focus was just trying to gra grab the brass ring, if you will. And uh I didn't, unfortunately, but I did get my grades up and everything worked out for the best. So, nice. yeah. Now, did you have a favorite class or or subject in like high school and, and college? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I definitely had a favorite class in college. Um, it was anything that dealt with uh, my this certain professor that I had, um, intro to psychology or um sex gender and behavior um anything just that's just deals with just the mind and stuff like that because my uh degree is in psychology with a concentration in clinical counseling um so anything like that was was fun and amazing um in high school uh i can't think of one off the top of my head they're all the same to me i guess it would be history i had a, a dual enrollment college course with uh, this one teacher and he was just fun to always be around. So it really wasn't the subjects for me, it was just the, the teachers and if I could connect with them well. Yep. Um, and uh, 
well, actually I had two. I had another um, mentor to me that was in uh, high school that was actually really fun in his classes too. It was government class, but uh, he was just really down to earth and he worked with you very well. So uh, yeah, it was those two. They're were, they were cool people. So <laughs> yeah. now growing up, did you, was there, was there someone that had like a great influence or impact on your life, you know, before this is all before you even step into a wrestling ring, you know, right. professional wrestling. Ring. Uh, if anything, you know, of course it's your mom because <laughs> your mom's always there and she always makes sure everything is good for you. Um, it's either my, my mother or my grandmother. Um, they've just always been really supportive of me. Um, they, they hate that I do combat sports, um, wrestling and, and wrestling. Um, they just, ugh, they hate it. Uh, they will not watch it at all, but, um, they've <clears> always been supportive as far as like if a male influence, um, it was the government teacher I had, he actually created a, um, we had a club called men of honor in uh, in high school. And it just, you know, it helped bring all the uh, young men together, learn how to tie ties, um, learn to be a uh, good gentleman. Forgot the word there. <laughs> um, exemplary? Yeah, exemplary. Thank you. Yeah, it's exemplary. <laughs> exemplary gentleman, um, just personable, uh, hardworking, and just, you know, just just upkeep as, as how a man should be as growing up. So that was um, really, really um, cool to be a part of and be around. Um, and he, he, he plays a large part in like my, um, my younger years of development. And then I had another one in college who almost, again, the psychology professor was also my, uh, my dean who uh, helped out a lot too with my college years and more adulthood um, speaking to. So I, I always had, you know, you had your, your years where somebody was there and just helped you step up to be in your growing and your development. And then one person was there and then the next person. So um, I feel like life always has its stairs of people. Um, people have their seasons and their reasons for being in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely had a different group for each uh, reason and season of my life. And I'm thankful for each one for what they've taught me. Nice. So you're pretty busy academics yeah. athletics you know what were you a wrestling fan growing up were you, were you watching stuff on tv right um so again like what i said my mom hates combat sports now <laughs> before so before you answered it you you kind of touched on it before but your 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 family is supportive yes of you they, they might not like it yeah but they're supportive yeah i actually sent my dad today like my dad was calling me all this weekend i was um doing shows all weekend um and he was just talking to me about like the shows and like what i'm doing and uh i had to i sent him one of my matches he's like oh that was good so uh (laughs) he's you know everybody starts off when they're younger in wrestling and then at one point in their life they just you know move on from it they you know they lose that uh, connection and um i guess i I help him to like develop that connection. He just, he's always loved um, me playing sports. He was always there for me with sports and everything like that. Not that he wasn't there for other things, but he he was always there for my sports and athletics. And he just enjoys seeing me, you know, do that. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, my mom didn't really like me watching wrestling when I was younger. 
Um, but, you know, of course I had a TV in my room, so I would sneak it on and watch something here and there. And That's before, real. yeah, before uh, cable had its, you know, global takeover of, you know, the wrestling, you would have your, you know, local channels that would actually play wrestling <laughs> on the TV that you can actually watch for free. And um, my first memory of wrestling, uh, I believe it was WCW. Uh, can't say if I'm right or wrong, to be completely honest with you. Uh, it was Booker T and Goldust, and they were a tag team. And I believe in Goldust, I believe, hit the 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 electric um, box and like there was like sparks and everything flying. And that's my earliest memory of wrestling. And then after that, it was definitely John's, uh, John Cena and Dr. Thugonomics in his rap battle with Kurt Angle and Big Show. It was the, it was the one where Big Show had like diarrhea and he had to run out the ring during the, uh, the rap battle. That was, that was my, that was my pull-in. So uh, Dr. Thugonomics was one of my bigger like pull-ins to wrestling to like interest me. So yeah, <laughs> those are my earliest memories. Yeah. Now was Cena, one of your one of your favorites. Did you have other people that you know you were a fan of? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Doctor Thugonomics was my favorite. Younger, younger, and growing up, um, I also really when I found TNA, um, when it used to be, uh, I don't even know the channel, but it used to be a channel where they like it was like. I want to say 2005, 2004, where they used to have like who was having the match and everything was on the top of the screen with the time limit and everything. Mm -hmm. um, the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy on there was, he, he pulled me in. So I had my favorites throughout um, the different, excuse me, networks or brands. Um, but John Cena was my early favorite um, as far as pulling me in because just the rapping and um, just his persona was different in a way. It just it just drew you in because you just felt something by it. I guess it was that and, you know, his ruthless aggression as well. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but Jim, with Jeff, it was just, he was different. Like, he, you, you, he caught your eye, his movements, the, the face paint, like how he decided to be weird in a sense. It was like, oh, wow, like, what's this guy going to do? And it was just, it's their characters that really pull me in versus their moves. Moves, yes, it does pull me in, but like, just just who they were, you know, stepping forth to the ring and in the ring was just what really, you know, caught my eye all the time. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned earlier that you were a head wrestling coach yes. at a very young age. Yes. So how did, how did that happen for you? And, you know, what was the biggest thing you took away from that opportunity? Oh, man. So... Um, how did that, so, well, okay, in high school, I was a four-time, um, well, not four-time, but I, I participated in wrestling for four years. My senior year was my most successful year. Um, I was first in everything but states. I, you know, I got a little headstrong and I decided, oh, I'm going to, you know, this guy's not going to do anything. And I ended up losing the guy that ended up winning. Um, I beat the week before actually. And yeah. after that he became a three-time state champion. So I was one of the last ones to beat him. So nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then I would always come back home to like, you know, train and help train and volunteer. And one of my old coach head coaches in high school went to the other school in the district. And when he finally was moving, 
he was like, hey, like, I know that, you know, you're about to graduate and you want to work in the school systems and you want to be, you know, you like wrestling and stuff. Would you like to coach? And I was like, sure, like, I'll help out um, and see what happens. So I did the interview process. The um, old coach that used to be there while I was there in high school, he was still there, but he was on his way out as well. And so um, he uh, he talked to me and what I wanted to do and everything like that. And it's lo and behold, I just ended up becoming the head coach, you know, um, at 22, which was awesome. And the assistant coach at the time actually was somebody that I wrestled in high school. And, you know, he always beat me. So it was really interesting, too, that like I was like, oh, well, I'm ahead of you now. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Um, and then we actually wrestled later on um, at a, a tournament. He still beat me, unfortunately. Um, but it was, you know, it, it kept uh, a, a little rivalry within ourselves um, as coaches. Um, but it was, it was nothing bad. There was no bad blood between us, hopefully. Um, but uh, one thing I really took from it was uh, just to have confidence in myself. What I, because I know what I'm doing. I know how to coach. Uh, I. I have the skills and the tools um, within my two years, because I only did it for two years before I moved and started this wrestling journey. Um, I had two kids win regionals. Um, I had in total nine kids go to state within two years of being there. So um, I, I knew what I was doing and I knew what I was creating um, for that place. I really, I wish, sometimes I wish I had stayed um, but I, I, there was something I needed to do for myself, which was, you know, wrestling. I needed to participate and do that for my own self versus just sitting still forever. And it, I was close to home. I was living home. You know, they always say move away from home and experience life. So I did, I, I did that and I'm thankful for it. Um, but, um, later on down the line, when I'm done uh, fighting in the fray and, you know, I, I, I want to just go, go do what I actually, you know, my secondary goal in life is to do. I do want to go back to coaching. Um, it's just, it's fun just working with the youth and like helping them to achieve goals that they want to do. It's just, it's always fun. So. Yeah. That, that story completely resonates with me because I had a similar thing happen to me when I was in college. I was heavily in the music program uh i graduated and my the director of the university asked me if i wanted to come back and be his graduate assistant so and i got free grad school so i was like so you're saying i get free school and i can still be in the band like work with the band yep i said okay sign me up sounds good and then (laughs) the next year he decided to leave he went to the university of connecticut where he got his degree from to take an assistant job there and then i was by myself vic thank you for the bits so at 23 i was running a college marching band program by myself that's crazy that sounds amazing though like i would i would love the challenge (laughs) it 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 was and but i'm so glad that it happened to me yeah Oh, that's awesome, though. That's completely awesome. Oh, but I forgot about this. Like, uh, one thing I was able to also do for those kids was just to show them, like, there's more than where they're from, too. And um, because, again, like, I, I believe in, like, moving around and, like, just expanding on life. Um, I was able to, like, take them different places and just experience, like, the simplest thing to experience was just new food. 
you know, be like, hey, try this place out. And they will just be like, wow, this is this is real. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was I awesome. thought this like, was just on TV. Exactly. Uh, and then I always wanted to like I always wanted to like always um, show the kids different styles, too. So one of the things I always did was um, I'm from like I went back to Virginia. The school is in Virginia. Um, I always tried to go as far east as I could and then as far west as I could okay. um, to just say, okay, there's different styles on this side, this side. Y'all need to see everything before we get to States. So um, I did that and they really appreciated it. The school system did not um, because of, you know, funds and everything like that. I remember, yeah, oh gosh. I remember All about time, the money. It, of course. I remember one time um, we were going to go to the tip of Virginia and because I went when I was in high school so I was like oh we can definitely do this like I had talked to the coach coach was cool my um AD was cool fit everything and um so I was like oh man like some of these kids it's hard for them to like get to the school bus in time to like make it to go out and I talked to my mom about it my mom was like well I'll help you out so my mom helped me as far as like getting hotel rooms for the kids so that we can yeah so we can at least go out there and stay and then the kids can experience this for themselves um, unfortunately, it also meant that they had to pay the bus driver a little bit extra. So one of my uh, matches I had to cancel later on in the <laughs> year because uh, we uh, we over did over expenses. Um, so it, it was it was a great experience. I um, I just I can't wait to do it again and figure out how to do it a little bit better as far as funding. Um, but it was it was awesome. So right. yeah. So after all that. Mm-hmm. You're in Virginia. Yes. You decide that you're going to be a professional wrestler. Yes. And you move, I believe, down to Florida. Yes. The the decision to, you know, leave the every everyday world, let's say, mm-hmm. and then get into wrestling. What what was that decision like? What what were you weighing and and then, you know, where did you decide to train down in Florida? Uh, so it's in a way it's a funny story but it's like a coming to realism of who I am story um well I was dating somebody for what three years and it was uh some stuff happened so it you know off on and then you uh once you find out like you really want to be with a person you you know you give your your all to them but then if something's to happen like you know heartbreak then that's when you make decisions for yourself um so what ended up happening happening was we broke up and I was just like, well, I need to do something for myself. Like I need to figure out what I wanted to do. And at that time, I had just started watching wrestling again, like more passionately ROH. And um, so another person that really was just my final kick and final push was Leo Rush. He was my final kick, final push. Cause at that time I was 23, he was, 22 because he's a year behind me and I'm watching him and I'm like well if he can do it at this young age I can do it as well um because you know like they they would talk about wrestlers but they would never talk about their age but for him his main tagline at that time was his age um this was before WWE this was just um when he won the top prospect uh tournament for ROH against uh Punisher Martinez uh and I was like okay cool he's young I'm young I'm gonna go do this so what I did my research and I was um between MCW um Maryland Championship Wrestling 
um, where's where he went to. So I was like, well, I'll definitely get the one up and I'll get to work with him coming from there. Or there was a place that's now defunct in Virginia, um, Ground Zero Wrestling. And it was between those two options um, because I honestly had no idea what to look for. I had nobody close around me. No, I hadn't talked to any wrestlers about this. I've only gone to two events, maybe as far as wrestling goes in my whole life, two or three. So I'm like, well, I, I don't know where to look, where to do about anything. So I had just those two options. And there was a friend that I had because I was, this was during GroupMe when GroupMe was a very large application for group messaging. Um, I was talking to this uh, one individual and she was like, go to Devon school in Florida. And I was like, okay. Um, and then what happened was, which I see this as like a diamond in the rough situation at the time they were just coming back and, or it was, they were just coming back or something. It was like a WrestleMania, um, was it promotion or something? I don't, I'm not sure completely, but it was for, um, for $999, you get, um, a full year's worth of, uh, tuition free. I mean, well, not free, but you pay for yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. one tuition with that. And I was like, okay, I'm signed. Like, so I signed up and I did that because I had money saved up um, from, at the time I was substitute teaching. Before then I was doing something else which I was getting money regularly, but I was substitute teaching. So I was like, all right, I had all my money saved up. I paid for that. I gave my extra dollar. Cause like, you know what, why not? I'll give you a thousand, you know, instead of 999, here's tax. So um, I did that and I moved down and I'm, that's what I'm doing now. Um, I'm enjoying Florida. <laughs> um, and I, so I trained at um, Team 3D uh, Wrestling Academy, which is now Devon Dudley Academy. Um, and we used to be in an area called Kissimmee or uh, Florida for, I think they were there for 13, 14 years. It might be maybe 13, 14, 15, I'm not sure completely, but now we're in Winter Park. Um, so if anybody's looking, shameless tag for my school. Shameless <laughs> but, plug if you're in the Winter Park area, or if you just want to move to Florida and yes. you want to become a wrestler, there you go. It's, it's a great experience. I'm, I'm very thankful for everything that I learned at the school. Um, it's, it's a great school um, and great minds, everything. So I'm very thankful. Now, best part and worst part of training. So uh, the best, we'll start with the worst. The worst part of training is at the time when I first moved down here, our training schedule was Monday through Thursday. And we started at 11 a.m. Yeah, we started at 11 a.m. Yes, we started at 11 a.m. And we weren't done with beginner's class until six. And then after that, we would have a break and have advanced class from seven till nine, maybe 10 at night. So, yeah, like at that time. Yes. So how, how are you supposed to work? Um, wrestling. Wrestling is a uh, it's a full. Yeah. So. Uh, we we learn quickly like you have to find a way to work around wrestling yeah. um so uh another thing about me is when i moved down here i had nothing planned out i had no place to stay i had um no job nothing so i was just i'm coming down here to wrestle completely was, completely carefree completely and gonna figure it out yes like uh i didn't bring down my tv or my like 
video games because I was like, I don't need to be comfortable until I find a job and I find a place to stay. So for the first month, I think I had a, a person that came down with me because they had um, Florida dreams as well. Um, for like, I believe it was the first month, month and a half, we lived in and out of hotels. Um, uh, I actually have a vlog up. I stopped vlogging, but I was gonna start doing a vlog where it, it describes everything. And it's funny, I think I still have the video. There was one hotel that we stayed in. Um, it was supposed to be really cheap for the week. And I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. We can save some money. Cause we were staying in like some nicer ones. We can save some money. Like I, I you know, I go inside and I look around. I was like, all right, we wanted two beds but it was only like one bed. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just sleep in a chair. I don't care. Um, I'm a very hard nosed kid. Um, and TV, tried to turn the TV on, TV didn't work. And I was like, all right, so let me just go tell them, hey, TV doesn't work, guys. You know, they're like, we'll fix it over time. I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. So um, I went to work. I'll get back to that in a second. I went to work and I picked them up from, from their job. And then we went back to the room and we're at the room and like they're laying down and they put their hand, hand like in, you know, inside like the, the covers and stuff. And like, I believe, I don't know what type, but she said she found a roach. I don't know if it was a, a weed uh, roach or if it's like, yeah, an actual <laughs> bud one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, I was looking around and I just see roaches, like actual live roaches, like crawling on the walls, like all of the, the stuff. And we're like, yeah, we're out. So like in the middle of the night, we just pick up everything and we just leave and we go back to another hotel. Um, so that was that was one of the more shocking experiences of moving down here. Um, but uh, the job, as far as job wise, I ended up working at uh, Medieval Times um, at the time of, yeah, <laughs> I know. It just I. It fit. It's like it, that's it a fit. perfect fit. Yeah, I had no idea of just my lineage until like after I got there and I did ancestry and I found out, you know, about what I found out. But um, I, my trainer, um, who is Dan Carr. If you know who Dan Carr is, um, he's really popular in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and stuff. He's known for arm wrestling, and he's actually the creator of American Gladiator. Um, yeah, American Gladiator, the show. Uh, he, his grandson worked there and he was like, well, my grandson works down the road. Cause we used to be right there beside the castle. He was like, um, he's down the road. Um, you should apply. So I applied and within a week and a half, I was working there. And it's, it's crazy because I've been there for four years. Cause I've been here for four years. Um, when I first start, when I first applied, it was literally, I had my, I don't, I don't even know if I even had a resume at the time. But I, you know, did the, the application. I met with the, the head knight, did the application in front of him. He asked me questions on the spot. All right, you're hired. We're just going to go in a background check and, you know, drug test. And I'm just like, okay, cool. That was, that was fast. But now, like, it takes a month now to, like, even hire somebody for the same position that I started off with. Oh, wow. So it's just, it's crazy, like, how much everything has changed within four years. Um, because had it been like that four years ago, I probably would not even be there because <laughs> I needed cash soon and yeah. I was running out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the hardest time, um, the hardest part about training was like that time because you had to wake up, get there, work out. We, we, for that, from 11 to 12 was just warming up and then from 12 to three was just all 
muscular uh, endurance training, MEs is what we call them. Um, and that, uh, those were excruciating to begin with, but now they're not as bad. Um, uh, it's fun to see because the, they've changed a lot, especially where we, we've moved now because there's not enough space and not enough time because we've changed down the hours from that long block of time to like, it's uh, it's been a while since I've been. I think it's three, three or four they come in until like eight. So it's, it's, a, it's a way smaller amount of time than it used to be. And um, the best part was, I, I, I feel like the best part in a way was, was those Emmys because when you finally, you know, stop dying or gassing out or being blown from the sheer fact of how much you're, you're doing, you're, you're, you have so much, you, you've achieved so much. Cause like when you finally, you're standing tall and like now I'll do them. And people actually tell me like, it's scary to watch me do, do them because I'll be laughing and talking and giggling and like just having a good time. Or Not like, even out of I'll breath be, or anything. Yeah. Or I'll be completely zoned out and people are like, you're scary to watch. And I'm like, well, you know, once you figure out how to do it and you have fun, it's, it's a completely different atmosphere in there. And they're only built to build you and make you a better wrestler um, at the end of the day. So that was one of the best parts for me was just to, to see the development within myself by doing the, um, the Emmys every day. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now character development, you touched, yes. you touched on that. You work at medieval times. Yes. And I, I think I saw a video or something of you riding a horse. Yes. I was like, well, that's pretty damn cool. Yes. <laughs> now, you mentioned your lineage. You did a little bit of stuff on Ancestry. Is 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 that how you, you chose the gimmick of Sir Knight? So um, what happened was I did Ancestry.com. And what I found was like I have some descendants from like North Africa. And um, which North Africa, it deals with the Moorish Empire because a lot of that area is the Moorish um, area um, where the Moors are from. Um, and a piece of the Moors were the African Berber tribe, um, which are you know people from Southern or Middle Africa that go up, that went up, that was a tribe that were actually knights and people that fought within you know the Moorish Empire and the kingdom and like conquesting. Um, so that was pretty interesting, but I just found that out like what last year, last year, I believe, but before then, um, uh, Ooh, I went completely blank. Um, so before then, like I just, uh, working at the castle and I'm actually a knight there. So I, you know, I, um, I do the co combat, um, more combat stuff, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the, th the uh, thing that your mom doesn't like you to do. Yes, exactly. She she liked that though, um, which is surprising. But she did like me, you know, working and riding the horses. Um, the, uh, you hear a lot of people. You hear is like, there's no such thing as black knights. People don't believe that there are are any because I guess of just how uh, in not culture, but like how in the media. We, you don't really see it a lot. It's not very depicted or shown. So, you know, everybody's like, well, there's no such thing as Black Knights. But then I did my own research before I found out, you know, about my own self. Um, there were the Moorish Empire. And um, I was like, oh, wow. So that helped to like help me out. Because another thing is too, like at work, we have to wear um, 
like a is a hood, but it's like a headdress. It's supposed to be like the headdress that they used to wear for the chainmail. And I'm technically not allowed to like not wear it because of my hair, because your hair is supposed to go down, and you're not supposed to have like any you know newer hairstyles. And I have all this shaved off on this side. <laughs> And, you know, I was looking up, I was like, well, there's, there's, there had to be afros with like nice with afros in the, in the medieval times. And I found one and like, there's actual pictures of like knights with like afros um, from that area that the Spanish Moorish area, um, I guess, mulatto mix. Um, so it's, it was really interesting also to find that too, but it's just a lot that we don't know. And if we just sit down and do the, 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 the research, we find stuff out. It's like, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is really interesting. And it's, it's, it's out there. We just have to find it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when everybody, when everybody says knights, the first mm-hmm. thing I think of is knights of the round table and, right. and all that kind of stuff. You, you, you don't realize that this is something that happened all over the world, right? you know, to, to some sort of scale. Right. You know, And I, I can't think off the top of my head, so I won't say it correctly, but um, the knights of the round table with, uh, uh, one of them, not more, I think Mordred, one of them was actually a black knight. When they said that the, the black knight, um, some of the research that I found when they were like the black knight, they're actually not talking about his armor. He actually was of, you know, a, a black knight. So um, I think it's Mordred. I'm not completely sure, but it starts with an M because another one of my researches when I was, you know, trying to find um, just, just looking up stuff names that start with m are from the moorish empire and stuff like that so like mordred um merrick um different ones they all are just they start with m so like if you see in that time period names that start with m there is a chance and opportunity that they are from like the the moorish uh empire or kingdom from that time period See, and all of you in the chat thought you were just going to come for like some <laughs> wrestling stuff and we're getting into history which is awesome but i mean it, it it all of all of that you know builds your character it it builds the mystique of sir nightmare donovan now one thing i want to i want to find out about is the flag behind you yes it, what's the symbolism of the sword the axe and the chameleon okay so, um, well, the sword and the axe, I didn't really do research for that. Uh, whenever you think of medieval, you think of sword. And actually, no, I remember now. <laughs> so uh, I work at Medieval Times. My first fight at Medieval Times was the axe fight, which is a, um, you have two axes. Well, you technically, you, we have three axes there. We have a small axe, a medium-sized axe, or a regular axe, and then we have an alivard. An alivar is just this really long axe. It's like a pole axe combination. Yep. Um, but it's technically is an axe, but it's not an axe, but it's an axe. Um, my first fight was axe fight, which was um, the, the normal size um, axe. So my first weapon I ever touched there to do battle was the axe. Um, my second weapon is later on after, you know, after we're doing the fight and I'm disarmed, I um, was in a spada which is a smaller sword. So you have, no, it's a medium-sized sword. So we have at this, at the castle, we have a horseback. Um, yeah, it's horseback. Uh, we don't call it anything, but you have a spada and you have a mandubli. A spada is a one-handed sword and a mandubli is a two-handed sword or like a two-handed sword. So like a broad sword or a spada, same thing around. Um, so the chameleon 
um, I have tattoos. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to incorporate my tattoos with my gimmick and um, different things like that. So one tattoo that's kind of special to me is my chameleon tattoo because it means versatile. So to me, it means versatile. So like versatility to where I can do any and everything that I need to do. Um, and that, you know, for in the ring, I feel as though I'm very versatile. Like if I need to do ground base, if I need to go high flying, if I need to, you know, technical ground and pound, I can do all of that. So I, you know, I make sure to use the, the chameleon in a sense of, you know, I'm ever versatile, I'm ever changing, I'm always working. And a subplot to um, my chameleon and uh, my kingdom um, is that my king is King Serpentico. And if you know who Serpentico is, Serpentico was um, AEW, Chaos uh, Project. He actually was my trainer at um, Team um, 3D. So be, he's my king, he's my lead. So I'm part of his kingdom in a sense. So like, if you look down, so that's another way that I play a role. He's king, you know, of the reptiles and I'm one of his followers. So like yeah. <laughs> now the green and the yellow, is there anything behind that? Uh, it's the colors of my hometown football team. So like the colors of my high school are green and yellow, green and gold. So that was the main one that I decided to go with first off was just green and gold because that was something close and near to dear to my heart. Um, just wrestling in it in high school. There was a guy that I remember that was saying if he, he wanted to do MMA, I don't, he never got to do it. It's like he, his colors wanted to be green and gold. So I was like, all right, well, I'll pay homage to you because something I like to do is I don't live completely for myself. I always try and take somebody with me. Um, so I'm always like trying to like give a helping hand and bring somebody up. So there's a lot of things, not just within like what I wear as far as going to the ring, but like what I do in the, in the fray, in the ring, it, it has some, some, something of me grabbing somebody and say, you're taking this ride along with me. Um, so, um, I, you know, I always cherish the fact, like, I always have somebody around, like if, you know, like when you watch Pocahontas and like, you have all of her ancestors behind her, like talking to her and stuff, like, I think of it like that. So whenever I'm wrestling, like, I always have like a group of people around me, like pepping me up and like helping me to say like, we're with you, we're on this ride with you. So, um, that's something I like to make sure I always do is just bring somebody with me at all times. Yeah. Now, do you have any swords of your own at home? I do, but um, I leave it in my trunk, so I never forget it. <laughs> always keep my <laughs> always keep my bags packed, to, you know, for for uh, shows. Um, it's in my trunk right now. Uh, I actually need to buy another one um, because, uh, um, you know, it's got to you know always switch it up. But I do have uh, some broken pieces of weapons um, in my uh, um, my closet, but nothing special. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to ask because I, I up upstairs in my bedroom put away because I don't have anywhere to put it on a wall in my house. I have like a huge broadsword. OK, um, yeah, that is sharp as shit. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, it's sharp. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wanted I, I, I figured you probably had. To, now, is the sword that you wear as you walk to the ring? A, it's a real sword. Yeah, it's a real sword. I uh, I was about to say, yeah, that one's a real sword. Um, like I said, I want to buy another one. Uh, the place that I buy all my my stuff from, 
it's uh they actually have a sort of the month club oh. and uh once i start to make a a better income or make sure I start saving. I want to start doing that. So then, you know, once I start coming out to the ring, I have different assortments of weapons. So it's not always the same thing, yeah. but yes, that one is very much real. Um, <laughs> it's funny because some people don't think it's real. Um, when I first started, people were like, oh, okay, look, that's a real sword. Yeah, it's real. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, you know, some people say like, use it while I'm in the match. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to stab somebody for real. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a real one. <laughs> Uh, man, I just had another question and I took it completely blank out of my head. Maybe I'll remember it. Oh, now I do. So, okay. uh, where, where do you get your swords? Um, so it's called medieval collectibles.com. Okay. Um, it's, um, you can buy a whole lot of things if, um, for LARPers, if you're a LARPer, um, you can buy all your, you know, your tabards, your, um, leather frogs which is what holds your weapons uh the, the, the bar is what i wear um going out to the ring the green one um i have a red one that i don't wear very often and a black one they're all from there um what else do they have they have shoes masks hats you know if you want gothic goth oh. punk steampunk they have all of that on there. renaissance oh. everything's on there yeah That's um swords axe like everything so like I, i'm trying to make another purchase soon um, but I just haven't yet, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying I, to collect as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had bought a couple of things previously from Bud K. Okay. Com. They have a, a bunch of different things. They, I loved the Lord of the Rings stuff and I always okay. wanted to get the ring wraith sword mm-hmm. because it's so cool looking, but it was always like 400, $500. And I'm like, I just cannot throw that kind of money down on a sword that's just going to hang on a wall <laughs> yeah we have like so like at medieval we have like a whole plethora of swords that we have and it's just like oh i want to buy it and i look at the price tag and i'm like well i have a discount and i look at my discount and i'm like all right you can just stay there because the, the discount barely does anything you know like i don't feel like still paying like a whole bunch for you know something and like i'm very particular about what swords I use. Um, I'm trying to stay away from any that actually have a theme um, that have been seen in the world because I just, uh, it's its not who I am um, yeah. unless it deals with the Moorish Empire. You know, I'm not really touching it um, like uh, Templar swords or uh, King Arthur swords or, you know, um, even Irish swords. It's just like, I'm not really touching these. Um, it's not who I am. So I try to find stuff that's unique in its own sense, but not to anime if you will because yeah. i've seen some that are like very anime i'm like that's not gonna work so yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's, it's it's a it's a struggle uh to discover and find but once you find stuff it's it's really easy and it's really you know it's, it's cool to add on to what you have definitely so let's get out of the ring for a little bit we've talked okay. a lot about wrestling so far we mixed in some other stuff so outside of wrestling we know that you're a knight at medieval times what else do you like to do? Like, if you ever have time off. Oh goodness, <laughs> what is that? Um, if I have time off, um, I'm usually with uh my significant other. Um, like just trying to spend time with her when I do have time to spend time with her. Um, but if I'm not doing that, I'm probably in my room watching TV. Um, right now I've just been watching stuff on YouTube because 
is better than paying for cable and there's a lot out there and I used to play video games but I'm not a video game person um I'm good but I'm very decent and I, I will rage quit I'm not afraid to say that so I would rather just watch people play on YouTube and call it a day um it's so much easier um but that's basically it or I'm a foodie I'll, if I can find food and I have enough money in my, my pocket I will find a new restaurant and I will try it um I just uh food is yeah food is, is so, there's so much that you can do with food as far as like expressing yourself. Um, like one person can have this chili, another person can have this uh, same chili, but because of the, the seasoning and the type of produce that they use and stuff, it's a completely different chili. So you like just to go out and to experience different foods, just like I was saying earlier with my um, uh, wrestlers back in the day, like I would show them food because there's so much the food and so many different cultures and like since moving down here to Florida, I live in just a very Latin based area. So like I, there's Venezuelan, uh, Colombian, Peruvian, um, Puerto Rican foods all over. So I'm just like trying different things. And uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing, it's, it's great. You're <laughs> but getting after, chicken uh, one day, oxtail the next day. Yes. Yes. Right. So like I, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it just, I have to stay in a gym because of it, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's basically it. You can go ahead. <laughs> what, what's, what's the go-to place for food when you're on the road? If I'm on the road, what I try to do. So what I want to do, unfortunately, like I don't get to do this much because I'm always in a, a car ride with people. So it's or a car load with people. So it's like, I have to deal with everybody else and make sure that they're happy. Um, I want to always just go somewhere that's like the staple for that state or that area. So I'm like, all right, I've never been here. So what do they have? Um, like, for instance, when I went to Alabama for the first time, I found out that Milo's is, a, is an actual like fast food restaurant, like the Milo's sweet tea. Like I had no idea. And I really wanted to go to it, but I didn't. I couldn't, unfortunately. Um, I was hoping to go after the show, but I was not able to go. Um, so I was, I was kind of bummed. I'm trying to go one day. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. Um, but I will say if I'm going out of state, uh, one place I have to stop is always Bucky's. It's just cool to go. I hear um, that that's like the place to go. It is. Um, so for me, I feel like the lore to it for me is my favorite part is the bathrooms. Like it's, it's, it makes, it's kind of weird to say like you're, you like the bathrooms, <laughs> but to walk in so like you walk in and then you take this turn because there's, there's no doors you just you know walk into like the bathroom like any other bathroom like okay cool and you walk in and it's just this large room with one side is you know your male standard bathroom and the other side is your, your toilets and it's just like it's clean it sparkles like it's it's so nice and it's just like this is amazing <laughs> you know because you think of a rest stop you're like all right something's clogged in here but Broken, like dingy, broke, dirty. exactly but you don't even have that and it's just it's just spotless everywhere so it's just really you know great to see um and then uh it's like uh, have you ever been to a Bucky's? No, I okay. I live in Central Pennsylvania, and okay. we don't have any of that stuff. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, y'all have wa yeah, y'all have Wawa, y'all have uh, Sheets, right? Yeah, in my town, we got it's the fight between Sheets okay. and the local place called Rudders. 
Okay. Wawa's are like, I think, towards the Philly area, uh-huh. DC, and Pittsburgh, maybe. Okay. So, in a way, it's like it's like a sheets and a Wawa because like you have your mate, you have your stuff already set out that you just grab and go, and then you also have your um, made to order stuff, yep. but. There is a section, there's two sections that, and this this is a part that really just takes your mind away from everything where it's like, it's a store, it's Walmart. And like, they have, yes, like they have all this Bucky's merchandise of just like hats, um, pillows, blankets, shirts, bibs, um, just all stuffed animals. And then just, just the, the, the Bucky side. And then the other side you have your, your door ornaments, your your car ornaments, your uh, your signage for like at your house, rocking chairs, like, and I'm just like, this makes no sense. This is just a, it's supposed to be a, a stop and go yeah. for traveling. Like, what is this? But it literally has all of this stuff, and the, the like the the convenience store section is is rather large as well, and um, they also have a, I can never remember what it is, it's um. It's like not taffy, but like it's it's something brittle. Brittle. It's a uh, brittle. Okay. They have brittle. Um, they have brittle and like it's all these different flavors of brittle there too. So it's 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 an amazing experience. But like that's my go-to stop. Gas is always pretty cheap as well. So like that's that's the main thing. So yeah. I've 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 learned that if I'm going off of I-75, that um it's exit 144 and uh so I'm always like prepared, like, okay, have to make it to exit 144 and like I, I get gas there. And there's another one. I can't remember like going towards Alabama, but the 144 one is going towards Tennessee, but um, it's always my go-to stop. <laughs> now, what, what are you getting when you go there? Um, so right now I'm on a diet, so it'll probably be water and some type of fruit, <laughs> but when I'm, when I'm not on my diet, it would be a sweet tea. Cause I, I love sweet tea. Um, I used to be a half and half person, but, uh, I've steered away from half and half lemonade for a little bit because of the, uh, the acidity to it. Um, and, um, my, so my road snacks are sour gummy worms, trolleys or no trolleys or Troy. Well, everybody knows the, yeah, the trolleys. sour, yep. yeah, trolleys, sour gummy worms. That's my ever always go to a bag of donuts and, um, water, sweet tea. Um, and if it's a long trip and I know I don't want to use the bathroom, I will buy um, cool, cool Ranch Doritos gum because gum takes away all of the uh, water from your body. So like you don't have to use the bathroom. So I'll do that. And it helps you to stay awake as well. Chips are dry. So it doesn't put any type of liquid into your body. Use the bathroom as well. And I'll drink energy drinks just to stay up. And those are bad for you anyway. So I'm pretty sure they're, they're not good for using the bathroom either. So that, that way I don't have to use the bathroom until I have to stop. And like, that's literally the, my two plans of action depending upon where I'm going and how far I'm driving. So you always have to have plans. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, when I travel with my family, when I travel with my family, it's completely 180 of how I travel when I'm by myself. When I'm yeah. by myself, it's get there as fast as I can. Don't worry about stopping unless I need gas. And if I'm yep. really, really hungry and that's about it when it's right. with the family, it's like, okay, uh, who's got to go to the bathroom. We're about 45 minutes into the trip yep. and then a half hour later, does anybody need to use the bathroom? Like, uh, mm-hmm. those, I love them. I love them to death, yeah. but they just slow it down so much. 
Of course, of course. And you always just want to get there. Like once you're there, it's like, okay, we're there. You can do whatever you want now. So like, even if you're just close, it's like, all right, what do y'all want to do? Cause we know where we're at. So yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a, a catch 22 to whatever you want to do, you know, whenever it's somebody else with you. So now, to, now does this situation happen in wrestling cars when you're, when you're traveling, like it does for me and my family car where you're mm-hmm. driving all of a sudden, you're not really sure where you are. And then someone goes, I have to go to the bathroom. And then like, uh, they're like, can you just pull off at the next exit? I don't know what's at the next exit. We yeah. could literally be going into a war zone. Like, right. how, does that happen in the wrestling car? It, it does. Um, so I'm, so it's weird. Uh, I, I enjoy car loads, but sometimes I don't like, I, I'm okay with driving by myself sometimes. So like, I don't do, I it's, I'm at a half and half, but it does happen to where like, it's like, all right, someone's like, all right, dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, cool. So like, what I'll do is like, I'm looking at the, uh, the signs of like the next stop. And like, I'm like, all right, you know what? We're going to a rest stop. You're just going to have to hold it. Or like, I'll, I'll just have to like find a way to where if it, it looks like it's a really busy area. I'm like, all right, we'll go here. So like, um, and that's if it's dark. If it's daytime, it's like, all right, we can just stop wherever we need to go. But if it's dark, it's like, we're going to try and find a travel stop place dude like i'm sorry you know but try to do you know what i can (laughs) now you mentioned chili before Mm -hmm. now do you have a particular way that you like to have your chili if if you even do like chili uh i haven't really done chili a lot uh it was just you know that was what popped up in my head (laughs) but uh if i do do chili uh uh, I know I do like sour cream and cheese with it. Okay. Um, I, are you, are you strictly, you just want meat in the chili or uh-huh. do you sway to go and have some vegetables in there as well? Oh, oh, wow. Oh, you're getting exotic. Um, I, I I'm a foodie. I love to cook. Yeah. So, you know, I'm uh, always intrigued about how people like their chili. Especially right. chili, because I, I make my mom's chili a mm-hmm. lot when it gets to be co- the cooler months. So right. now we're, we're getting into October, and I, I got to make my first pot of chili sometime soon. No, I understand. No, uh, I guess I have to do the meats. I've never really had the vegetables before, so I can't speak on it. So I guess I would try the vegetables. <laughs> uh, definitely would try. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll go with the meat. I should have said big ziti because I know way more about big ziti than I do about <laughs> chili. But uh, yeah, like I'll, I'll definitely do like the the sour cream with the cheese with the extra meat because you know gotta be hearty and you know yep. strong bones. But uh, I'm I honestly like it's funny because my mom will even say like I'm not much of a meat person. I've always been very good with like vegetables and stuff. So like I would eat vegetables if I know it's good, you know. So yeah. <laughs> Now, I usually do some type of meat, depending on what I'm feeling. It could be beef. It could be chili. It could be like a a beef mix with, you know, some other stuff. But then I always throw in onions, peppers, uh, mushrooms, Ooh. and my mom always put kidney beans in it. So okay. that that's my mix for my chili. Plus, I like to make it hot. So right. you got some big spice in it, too. Right. No, I, oh, dude, I've, I've always been a person for like some heat kickers. Um, I'd stop for a little bit for uh, some health reasons, but uh, 
now I'm trying to get back into it and it's just not the same. Like it's it's even hotter than what it used to be. So I'm kind of bummed about that because I used to could eat like hot stuff and I'm like, all right, I'm okay. But like now I'm just like, oh, this is this is way too hot. There's there's um, a point. There's a fine line. It's like yeah, I I like I like the heat mm-hmm. just so much that like you get that little bit of a bite. You get that little sweat coming off. Right. But then all of a sudden, once you go into like one of those bottles of hot sauce where it's like got three X's on it, you know, skulls yeah. and everything. Death is literally holding, uh, you know, the sickle on the front of the thing. And it's like, right. this is the hottest thing in the entire world. Oh That's God. where I have to draw the line. Oh, of course. Uh, like I used too much. I used, I used to uh, go to like this uh, one bar over here. They do uh, ghost pepper wings, and like I would just do the ghost pepper wings because it was good. And I could, it wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't brutal, and I know how to like eat to where it's like, like you know how like the horses would just open like their lips all the way up, and you just see like the teeth. Like I would just yeah. teeth that wouldn't touch anything, and I knew yep. to like chew, but you like chew around your tongue and not on your tongue, mm-hmm. and you could enjoy the flavor and stuff like that. But like I haven't been there in a while, but like I know now if I probably did, it would probably be too hot. And I'll just sit there just <laughs> Yeah, you know, give me some bread, give me some milk. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's just I I'm a I'm a heat person, so <laughs> okay. So music okay. in the car. Now I saw I saw your like kind of highlight videos mm-hmm. and they got some nice rock you know uh metal type music yeah so what are you listening to when you're driving so um i really enjoy metalcore that's like one of my favorite genres um because i just enjoy just the the changes within the music so like you will have your your clean vocals and like i like okay for instance i really enjoy uh i'll use they're uh ginger because it's easier for me to just say off the top of my head ginger because she'll have her her sweet sounding voice vocals and then she'll just turn on her her growls and you're just like oh but if you if you really think about it it's just an ever-changing you know like um way of music because it's, it's just one thing and it's another element because i myself i'm a I'm into horoscopes, so I'm a Libra, so I believe in balance. So like just that balance of like the clean and, and to the growls is just really cool. And then I like that in metalcore because you have that and then you have like your your um, just the music changes, like the beats and stuff like that. I'm a big fan of Bring the Horizon, especially for like, I call it a September Ninkle. I forgot how to actually yeah. call it. Uh, <laughs> yep. I forgot how to actually That's call it. That's a great the, album. From yeah, top to bottom, it's a great album. Of course. That one and the um, the one with Crucify Me, I forgot the name of it. I really enjoy that that album too. Like that song, Crucify Me, is one of my favorites because just um, just what they're saying and like there's like if you're like listening but not really paying attention, there's like background like like underneath of everything tones yep. where like you're like oh wait what did you just say and it's just so many things that are popping out at you it's like it's my favorite genre so i definitely uh will pick metalcore over a lot of things uh secondly secondarily second i'll pick like rap or hip-hop um but just recently i just feel like it's just very stagnant now everything's the same to me so like that's why I always just go to metalcore because it's always changing. There's so many different sounds, 
um, that it just doesn't seem the same. So I, that's mainly what's on. And like, it's funny. So like when I first got my first iPhone with iTunes or Apple, Apple music, yep. um, it tells you like, Oh, who do you pick? What do you want to listen to? And like, you know, I was, I was more rap oriented at the time. So, um, it was like, it, all these songs would be like rap songs, for like your new song, like, cause it makes a playlist for you, your new music mix. And like now, like it's starting to tell me, oh, he's listening to metalcore. So like it's feeding me these metalcore songs and like my hip hop songs are starting to weed out. Yep. And it's, it's just really funny to like listen to um, because there's sometimes I was like, at the beginning it'll be hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. And like at the very end, I'll get like four metalcore or four metal songs. And then like now it's just like hip hop, metal, 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 metal. <laughs> one like hip-hop song at the end so it's just it's it's cool to see like the changes for myself and just like my technology too um but uh yeah it's right now it's just metalcore like um just a lot (laughs) yeah christopher just came in the chat chris thank you for the bit i hope you are enjoying your trip away wherever you are i know where you are but i'm not gonna tell everybody so chris says chris came in the room and said huzzah just so huzzah. you know huzzah chris huzzah <laughs> now now i have to remember my question here we go again I, I i got into one thing and now i forgot my question and i'm just gonna pass by it well I'll, I'll remember we'll come back to it but uh good. one of the things i wanted to talk about and outside of wrestling but kind of ties into wrestling mm-hmm. is i saw on your social media that you were chosen to be in the indie pro 22 game yes. is yes. there is there anything that you can tell us about that how did they choose you did they like did did they did you get a call and they said listen we need a night in this damn game yeah. will you please <laughs> do it sir uh they seen me at the last action show not the one this weekend but the one last month i can't really remember Act, acting accordingly yeah acting accordingly where i uh faced kevin Koo, um uh and they were like hey they emailed me and they're like oh hey like we are making this video game it'd be really cool if you can join i really like your stuff like and i was like oh yeah sure and like the guy replied back he's like oh wow, this is great like i didn't like to <laughs> me it was like oh this is awesome like somebody really likes me because um, one thing I told myself before I started this in what 2017, I was like, I'm not buying any more WWE games. Though TNA, you know, well, AEW wasn't even like existing now. I'm not buying any of these games until like I'm in it. So, and like when I say in it, I meant like even if somebody created me in the Creative Center, it's like I'm not buying any of it. So um, it's pretty cool now, like that I'm getting put into a game. Cause it's like, oh wow! If I want to purchase it, I can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I haven't played any of those games since 2017. Um, so I'm like, uh, I played 2017 once, um, just to like play around with like character development. But other than that, like, I haven't played it since. So and I haven't bought one since, or even thought to buy one. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I know that a bunch of guys from Action. I mean, I think Landon Hale. Yes, I saw him post up about it, and I know I at least saw two or three others. I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, um, that got chosen for. It. So that'll be really cool when when that all gets started and going and everything. So everybody, look out for Indie Pro Twenty Two. Yes, 
Sometime in 2022. They said November 2022 on Steam. So okay. Start getting those Steam accounts up, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now we were in the car before. Do you have a wrestling car? Like if you were to create your wrestling car Mm -hmm. with people that you're usually traveling with, who would those individuals be? Wow. Uh, I've had a couple of car loads. So I'm trying to think. Um, Because I'm trying to think. Um, Because I do, I have one car load that's, eggplants and um i forgot what it was eggplants and a mermaid i think it was we we just named it it was so okay so funny story about the eggplant so okay we were just talking about um just restaurants which is this random thought that we had about how uh you, you know uh men have hooters um twin peaks and you know this place in florida called wing house that we go to and you know just it's, it's about sex appeal. Let's just yeah. say it, it's about a sex appeal. So why is it that women don't have the same thing? So we were going to call it eggplants. And so what it is, is the men, they're, they're serving in like the crop top jerseys. Okay. You know, like we're, we're, we're mainly looking more at like the, the high school, uh, not the high school. Wow, that's not good. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the college level men, you know, like, or, or, you know, like it just depends on like just working out, stuff like that, um, or not working out because, you know, everybody's included. Um, and you know, some sweatpants, gray sweatpants, because apparently, you know, that's, that's, a that's whole what thing. people like. Yeah. So gray sweatpants, even the gray sweatpants shorts or whatever. And like, you, you have, you know, like, uh, there's men's night where, cause you know, like, of course there's going to be a lot of women there so that there would be a men's night. So men can drink for, for free until a certain point in time, because, you know, we should have, yeah, it should be a, an equal, it should be the, exactly the same as Hooters or all these other ones, but opposite so like yeah that was our idea of eggplants and i forgot what it was eggplants and something but that was with uh robert martyr um this guy here locally in florida called kid thrasher and um aspen rose and um i have another one with uh i call it florida because it's the florida four that were in um sci futures ron bass eli knight robert martyr and myself so that's florida um and uh my last one was just just this weekend was the um midwest i was in a midwest card with um the hornet freddie hudson and this guy named loki habit so and because um we were going back and forth different places so that that one was also interesting but i guess if i was to create a special oh and i also have some other there's some other pieces like some people that got in the car load for once or whatever change Um, out you know yeah this guy named Daniel Starling, who's from Florida, who's also from Virginia. So it's really clo- cool because, like, I enjoy, like, I really want to do something with Virginia wrestlers because we need to be seen. There's so many of us around. Um, but I feel like uh, I might would have to go with the Florida car load because I, I I know for sure, like, people would love to see that. And that's, there's, there's so many different styles just within that one car load with myself, Robert Marler, Eli Knight and Ron Bash Jr. that like you can put us in just all these different types of like matches and you're going it's it's going to be a good match wherever you look at it um and uh 
I guess you, you could, we could all, we would also I would also put Aspen Rose in there. Unfortunately, she'd be squished because I don't have a large SUV. But you know, you always need somebody to simp over, and if you have Aspen in there to simp over, it it makes it so much better. So that everybody would be simping for that car load. Yep. So oh, that's what it was: eggplants and simp juice. That was the name of that first <laughs> car load. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely. If if it was uh, simping for Florida, I think that would be a that would be a car load that I, I feel like everybody would be trying to to book or to be a part of. So, nice. so I love it. Yeah. So now you brought us back into the ring. You mentioned some of the shows. You mentioned some of the people. So mm-hmm. we got to talk about a couple of things. We we know that you were at SCI. Mm-hmm. You you were in a match against someone that's in your car load. Yes. Robert Martyr. Yeah. And Martyr actually won the match by I I rewatched it again last night and I could yeah. you had him in a submission mm-hmm. and he just like flipped over and pinned you. Yeah. That, I, I, that's that's what happens when you're light, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what is it like, you know, wrestling against someone that you are good friends with right in in such a big tournament you know as sci is it's uh it's honestly it's, it's great um because it's it's a, a field of comfort um because you know like this is somebody that i know this is somebody that i know what they're going to do so i'm prepared for whatever they're going to pull out to make sure like you know i'm not going to to be slighted or, you know, lose. And I was hoping that, you know, pulling out the submission would work, but unfortunately it didn't because, you know, he's, he's an encyclopedia of knowledge. So he just got me with his knowledge at that time. Um, But uh, yeah, but to, to give honestly to to Hoodfoot also in that match, he's another person who I really watch a lot too. Like he's, he's great to watch also. So, um, uh, but uh, it was cool. So a couple other matches that you've had recently. Uh, you mentioned Freddie Hudson before. You wrestled him at Paradigm's fourth anniversary. They know. Uh, yes. I I won't tell everybody what happened uh, and give it away if they haven't seen it before. But now you and Freddie actually wrestled previously at Grind Time yes. where you got the win. What was mm-hmm. it like? Yes. wrestling against freddie who is like a a paradigm staple like he he's a day one paradigm right um well in a way it was it was almost an inverse because i i'm not a day one grind time person here in florida but um i like to think of myself as one of the the pillars to help um put it really on the map here in, in florida um but it was it was awesome because i got to to see him in his house to see him in his lights and with his fans and his crowd so it was it was cool to to be able to see his nobles cheering him on and to his nobles be booing me and to feel like I'm I'm in the guest house and how am I going to to win over his nobles and like to take him out you know in front of them and um it was a great experience uh it was I I like in a way like I was just in awe just the simple fact that I finally got into Paradigm because I've been working for that for like a year Mm -hmm. um so that was cool and then to be in my eyes he's the gatekeeper of Paradigm 
So to be wrestling the gatekeeper of Paradigm was just yeah. like mind blowing. So I was just like, I was really thrilled and happy when I when that match was announced and I was giving that opportunity. Um, but um, yeah, uh, in Florida, it was one thing because it was hot. In Illinois, it was a little bit cooler, so it was. Yeah. It was. It was, it was a more ground out, tough fight. <laughs> and at the at the end of the match at at Paradigm, you know, Freddie actually said you know, gave you the welcome welcome yeah. to Paradigm handshake. If yeah. I I believe that's what he said. He did. He did. Yeah. So it was like right. you kind of got there. So yeah, it's uh, that place. It just you. So I found out about this place in December and like just to 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 watch I watched during the pandemic and stuff like that and and what they are creating there and what they what they're known for there and just when you know like something's for you like you just know and like just watching that place and everything about it I was just like I need to be there I need to be there yeah. and like I felt like finally getting there it was worth the wait and worth the time. And it was just, it was even more special. And then to be told like, woke on the paradigm, it was just like, yes. <laughs> so that was awesome. Now that show was regular matches, correct? Now would, would you want to go into the UWFI side of things? Cause now they have the brand split. They have the red brand and the blue brand. Are you, are you looking to get into that UWFI side? Uh, yeah, cause, uh, <laughs> uh, my amateur wrestling background, but also just, the the Moorish, uh, blood within myself. That's just like, oh, Hey, let's get down and dirty because it, it like wrestling goes back for millions, like hundreds of years. Yeah. So it's just like, it's awesome to, you know, hopefully to, to be a part of that brand switch and, and, uh, to be to be both i would love to be part of both to be regular matches and to be a part of just the nitty gritty of the uwfi because i've always been interested by just uh mixed martial arts and just um just tough tear down fights so just to be a part of that at um a place that i really love which is paradigm would be amazing now who would you want to have your if you had a choice who would be your first UWFI match against if you had if if you had to pick uh my first one I think I would just go all out and just say the hoodfoot um he's had um He's, he's their staple, like he's a heavy heat hitter. Like, yes, I've had a match with him before, but I would rather just have that singles match with yep. him. Um, there's actually some stuff within my moveset that I put in because of him. So like, I, I honestly would like to have it with him, him or with um, his other um, Lost Boys um, member, uh, Chase Holiday. Like, I, I love how he just brings it and uh, just, he, He's on, he just, he just goes, he's the beast King and what's better than the beast King versus a knight, you know? So I would, I would love to just, either one of them would be a, an amazing um, battle and match in the fray. And I, I just would love either one. <laughs> so Paradigm. I know you guys watch us. Let's get that set up. Sometime yeah. soon. <laughs> now another, another match I watched 
was from WWA4. You had a match against a legend, yeah. AR Fox. Yeah. And you made him tap in the match. He tapped out he tapped out to you. What was what was it, the significance of that match with him and and like what what was the the main thing that you came away from it with? So <laughs> Uh, that was the first time I've ever left Florida and to just see what's out there. Um, it was right after uh, the pandemic. So the pandemic was about to be over and we were about to go back into training. Mm -hmm. And I had decided that, you know, I need to, you know, just lose some of my rust and just see what's out there. So I went to WWA4 and just worked with them. And then I, I was, you know, able to to get a match with you know their liege their king which is uh ar fox and just he allowed me to see that there's so much potential within myself um that was like in a way that was my coming to who i am today um and just seeing what i'm able to do and perform and like he just it was it was so much fun um it was I seen so much within myself. I was, I, my potential was awakened. I was like, <laughs> uh, and uh, I was just grateful for that match and grateful for the, just him wanting to have it with somebody that's from somewhere else, you know? So that was really cool. And like, I would love to do it again, especially with what I've learned over the past year. Like, I would love to just get that experience. Like, I want to go back there, you know, to wrestle again. I haven't been back since it's been a year, but uh it's it's a great those are great guys top to bottom um and it's 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 a family it's a great atmosphere and i love that atmosphere it's got to it's got to put a little notch in your belt that he chose you to wrestle yeah at his own place yeah and you got the w yeah. and you got the yeah. w too <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's awesome like all of that in perspective it's 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 almost surreal <laughs> so yeah it was, right it was it was it was an amazing it was an amazing week there too so i i'm so thankful for him and just what he was able to do for me and and what um just what he's seen inside myself before i could see it and he just opened it and shown that i need to have untapped potential and like this last year i feel like i'm finally tapping into it but like i have so much more so it's just it's just, you know, every day is a step and um, every match is another uh, notch, but it's, it's another experience that I need to um, experience or to to establish who I really am, who yeah. really is, you know, Merrick at the end of the day. So um, I just take every match as an experience that I need. And like, you know, on Pokemon and Digimon, like that EXP after the, the battle, like that's just it's me every time. And I'm like trying to level up to the next level. So yep. um, I'm just really thankful for everything he was able to give me so now we're going to get to your future here in a second but I, okay i we're we're a very action wrestling heavy podcast matt the mouth matt griffin has been generous to us all the all, all this past year plus that we've been doing this we, we've talked mm -hmm. to a lot of the guys uh now that was i think one of the first times that i saw you and i was mm -hmm. like holy shit 
I and I didn't even I hadn't even seen you wrestle yet. You all you did was come out and walk yeah. to the ring and get in. And I was like, I like this guy. I don't even, <laughs> he could be the worst wrestler in the world, right? <laughs> and I would still like his character and everything. Thank now you. <laughs> with wrestling, you you were on one of the first. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one of the, of the next up shows. You were in triple threat with yeah. uh, Jack Cujo and and Dylon. Yes. You guys put on such a great match that Matt actually brought you on to the Boogie Nights show, right. and you and Jack had a match on on the IWTV, you know, main show for action. Mm-hmm. What what was that conversation like with Matt? Like. Did it did it happen right after your match on Next Up? Did it happen like right before the show started? Right. So what happened was um, we had the triple threat. It was the second Next Up. Okay. Um, we had the triple, um, yeah, the triple threat, and like we were getting critiques, and then uh, Matt and I can't remember who else. It might have been Dylan Hale. I'm not completely sure. They're like, hey, um, Jack Cujo, Merrick Donovan don't change like don't don't do nothing it was like okay so we're like all right so you know we waited we finished the show out and then matt pulled us to the side and was like hey like we've decided we have extra time we really like what y'all were um showing us we're gonna put you on the main show so be ready it'll be you know it's this you know this show that show i was like what like <laughs> i, I I just came just to do the, the the next stop. Like I just wanted to, you know, have an opportunity to get on IWTV, have people see me. That's really it. But okay, you know, so uh, it just it goes back to just you know always have your bags packed and you know opportunity knocks even when you least expect it. Yep. So uh, yeah, it knocked. Uh, we were supposed to actually go on not boogie nights but the uh second show i'm not completely sure which one it was oh, yeah. um so i forget yeah. so many shows yeah it's, <laughs> it's so many great shows though uh yeah. it was supposed to be we were supposed to be on the second one however if you watch uh the life of eric royal uh he explains how he's late and that was actually the show that he was late he was having transmission issues with the car and stuff like that so he was late coming to the show so what ended up happening was um, we got moved up from the second show to the first show to help add on some time for him to get there. So not only were we just asked, you know, like, oh, hey, you know, you're doing next up. Oh, hey, you're going to the main show. You'll be on the second one. Now it's like, oh, hey, uh, we're having time constraints. So we're going to move your match to like the, the third match of the, the first show, like be prepared. And we're just like, wait, this is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. So <laughs> Um, all that happened and like we got to we still got to experience it and it was it was a great experience like it was it was fun to be around the crowd and just to like hear the crowd like just like like you were saying like you I walked out and you're just like okay so like uh it's it's cool because like I feel like just with just my presence and the type of character that I, I do and with honestly with my work at uh, medieval times I'm able to just learn how to use um non just just cues within my body even you know without saying anything or looking some type of way to show like my aura of like this is serious this is who I am and I'm taking everything I do very seriously and like the crowd can feel it because like sometimes I'll get a ooh or a what you know like uh 
And like, you know, you can tell just by, even with the silence of the crowd, you can tell. Um, and like this weekend, I will say like, because I flew versus driving, I didn't have like all of my gear that I usually would have. And like I did, um, I came out and like, it was, it was silent and it was a different type of silent. It was like a, who are you? Not even just a, who are you, but what? Like, cause like, yeah. it was just, I didn't have, you know, any, a pole for my flag. I didn't have like my oh. belt, no sword. Like it was just me. And I'm just like, yeah, I look like <laughs> Kurt Angle coming out with the American flag, like I'm American hero, but <laughs> and yeah. everybody's just kind of like, okay, like <laughs> wrestler number A, like, let's see. But you know, uh, once they actually got to see what I was able to perform and stuff, I definitely opened some eyes. So like, it's sometimes, you know, accessories do make the outfit so and I think I found that out this weekend so I have to find some TSA approved accessories I'm so they gotta have like a, a like an extension pole or something yeah I, that... I keep telling myself to look it up but I keep forgetting to look to find one <laughs> so yeah or at least a wooden one that's like okay it won't show up on the uh, the uh, x-ray and, uh, yeah and because I do carry-ons I don't do uh stowaways or check-ins yep. so like yeah um it's funny so like the bag that everybody talks about i um, saw it at sci man yeah you can I, carry uh, a dead body in that thing <laughs> it's I, huge uh, it's it's huge and i oh i'm so appreciative of it because i found out if i could use it or not this weekend and i i can it fit oh, on nice. the plane so uh it's it's definitely a carry-on bag and like i need to find a way to like put some uh tsa approved accessories <laughs> In yeah, because I know I can fit it. So I, I wonder if you could use like PVC pipe. Yeah. And then just get the connections and have them all be like just 12 inches long. Go, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, I might have to look into that. Um, I've, I've thought about it. But like I said, I just I have to sit down like I want to like like you earlier. I'm always busy. So like I just have to like sit down and actually like take a moment and see what I can and can't do. Yep. <laughs> So now everybody go on everybody in the chat if you haven't gone on iwtv go on iwtv watch some of, of action stuff watch some of new south stuff as you've wrestled with them before watch yes. paradigm stuff there's a number of shows on there you can literally search for merrick donovan yes. and it will come up with all his matches there now you talked about being a chameleon before that sci match against with Hoodfoot and and Martyr, you definitely had to be a chameleon in that one because they're two totally different types of wrestlers. Yeah. And then you had Kevin Koo. Yeah. Not too long ago, who is he? Just wants to beat the crap out of people. Yeah. <laughs> how how was that match? Oh, uh, that uh, that match was it was awesome because like uh i don't i don't even know how to describe it because it, it's it's cool because he would see me at these next up tapings and like we would talk because his style is something that i can you know pull off of because it's it's sort of similar to one of my styles that i try to like use and uh i actually today i had to ask him a question about how to you know some things um to work on and um for training and, and wrestling in general um even like my body like i've asked him so i after the match just to see because it was you know we again we we enjoy like just the sport like the aggressiveness yeah. of of wrestling so um 
it just, it was cool, like, just to actually be with somebody that enjoys just violence. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> violence is forever. It, like, he's, he's violence forever. And it's, it's awesome. Like, that's one of the things that I, I truly enjoy of just, just some wrestling is just the violence of it, the beautiful art that is violent and just going and just, I feel like we understood the story, like we understood each other enough to where like we can just do what we needed to do in there and just have a banger of of our own type, like even for ourselves, like if, if no one else seen it as a banger, we ourselves seen it as a banger. And like, that was one of like, uh, that was again, one of the step ups as far as like, opponent wise that I've had and like I one thing about me is I'm always always inviting the fact of like working with a veteran because that's so much experience that I can take in that like I mean granted there's other experience I can take in other people but just to work with a veteran and like see what they have and like see what they say and stuff it's 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 a good feeling. So yeah. I, I was, I was so thrilled to, to work with somebody of that style and um, to get feedback from them in certain ways, because it was like, this is exactly like, this is somebody that understands what I'm trying to create. So he understands what I'm trying to do. So like, he's, what he says to me, what he gives back to me is exactly what I want to hear. So it was, it was, a, I was, I'm happy for that. <laughs> that, that was, that was great. I, I, I was so like when I got it, I was like, no way. Like it yeah. was, it was awesome. So that was going to be one of my follow on questions was like, did he give you any critiques on the match and everything? And it's, yeah. it's awesome that, you know, some of the guys that have been around for a while, you know, really take the time, you know, if they have it to help you guys along, whether it be at a next up, whether it be, passing at an event or after a match that you have against one of them mm -hmm. yeah uh he gave me some critiques about some little things um honestly i was way harder on myself than he was on me and like once he said what he had to say which was very little and it was like it was like oh well, I felt way worse than that, you know, like, cause I'm, I'm not a perfectionist, but I, I feel it's just like the way I was trained and taught about wrestling. It just makes me feel a certain type of way. So I, um, I definitely was just very, even the little things like just grind my gears to where I'm like, oh, this is not good. This is not good at all. And then like for someone to say, Hey man, that was really good. Like, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, what are you sure? And it's like, yeah, no, it's like, it was like, oh, okay you know like because I so I had a match it was a four-way the week before with some larger names um it well so it's, it, it's not huh was yeah, it the JD I, yeah, Drake so I, match yeah I had a JD Drake match it was JD Drake um Uptown Andy Brown was also in that match and Bud Heavy and like that match too I was very hard on myself and everybody's like no dude like it was good and I'm just like are you sure like it's just I just want like whenever I get that opportunity I want to make sure like it's good and like I yeah. want to make sure like everybody sees like I'm not here just for a moment like I I want to be a mainstay and like start to jump on the old kingdom train now because we're rolling on the conquest so <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking that's what I want to do so it's just it's I'm very hard on myself just to make sure like I do perform the way that I feel I should be so yeah or no matter what it is in life we're we're always our biggest critics anyway oh, yeah. so 
you know, we could think that it was the worst match or the worst this or that of our life. And someone's like, no, man, like that, what I saw, that yeah. was good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard too. Cause like they say, like, once you start training wrestling and then you go back and you like start watching matches, you see everything. And like, it's, it's, it's different because like to be able to say, all right, let me watch it in a fan's eye. Like I can't do that anymore. So I have to like find a way to like switch it off. I just, I guess I haven't had the years in yet to be able to switch it off. Like I need to, but um, yeah, it's what they say is true. Like I can't even watch as a fan. Like I'll even see like the littlest things like, Oh, this happened. Like, and um, it's, it's tough, but um, it, it fans see it in a completely different light than we see it. So it's, it's interesting to like, just to hear and to work with and stuff like that. So upcoming shows, what do you, what do you have coming up the pike that you can tell us about? So upcoming shows this weekend, I'm at real pro wrestling, which is in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Um, It's a local uh, promotion with myself and my faction Booyah club. Um, We're down here in November. I only have one thing in November so far, and that is um, EWA, which is in Maryland. Um, I'm finally going close to home, which I'm really excited about. Where in Maryland? And, uh, Bel Air, Maryland. I might have to come check you out. It's, November, it's November 19th. Um, they haven't. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the day before my it's the day before my my wife's birthday. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I am on, I think it's, yeah, December 12th, I believe. I'm at Sold Out for a KO um, BK Sold Out. I'm there. And that's what I have so far. Oh, and also the 27th of November, I'm at Real Pro Wrestling again here in Florida. So um, that's what I have so far. I'm hoping to get more. <laughs> yeah. Now for the future. For, mm-hmm. for your future, where where do you see yourself down the line, like three, four, five years? Where do you want Merrick Donovan to be? Uh, honestly, I I just like I enjoy the conquest. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy just learning and working with others. So like, I just want to be able to just I want to be able to pay it forward. I want to help out the younger um wrestlers on the come up I would love to just work with them where in any way I could um I am I looking to be a household name Mm, not really um household in a way of like I'm I'm understood um because I'm like I want to okay to to the best describe the way I would like to be I would like to go to Shook D route that's uh that's what I would like I want to be the traveler I one thing like I've talked about for the past three years, but you know, COVID is uh, I would love to do an excursion. I would love to like I've always enjoyed the uh, New Japan Young Lion um, excursion route and just to like go to a new place and just develop yourself somewhere else and to come back brand new. Like I would love to just travel and do that um, and just see different cultures in different places. Um, and uh, I just I just want to travel and just you know go all over the place um and just have fun i want to enjoy the ride um that i create for myself so that's that's my main goal <laughs> cool. and if and if you become a household name you're not gonna 
You're not oh, going to no. turn it down. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to turn down that household. Name. If if it if it comes to that, you know, hey, I'm glad that I was able to do it. You know, because yeah. there's some people that weren't able to do it. But like I said earlier, like I'm able to pay hom- homage to somebody else. I'm able to, to bring them along with me on the ride. Um, just it's it's not just for me. It's for everybody. But I'm the forefront of the of the the cause, the conquest. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. If you could go back in time mm-hmm. and you could talk to your 10-year-old self, right? what would you tell 10-year-old Merrick? I'm trying to remember what grade I was at 10. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, well, this is weird, but uh, this, is, this is something I wish I could tell myself is believe in credit. Uh, credit's very real. Get a credit card. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's something I definitely would tell him to do. Um, but build good credit. I think that's the first good, time we've had anybody say that, no, but I, I love it. Build good credit. Just, uh, that is so important. It's I, I, like, I, I always say this, it's your adult GPA. So that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something I wish I did. Um, but, uh, just believe in yourself and the, the, the voices in your head, they come true. Um, not in a bad way. It's not bad voices, but like <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the, voices, yeah. the voices in your head, they come true and you can do any and everything. Um, like, uh, like I said earlier, like it goes back to me as a 10 year old, but um, I don't do this just for myself. Like I'm doing this because like I said, I'm from a small county in Virginia. Like it's, it's small and we don't have like, even if you go on Wikipedia and you look up like the famous people from this place or that place, it doesn't even say, you know, we have like two, three people and like they were there and they moved moved away as soon as they possibly could at like age three or four. Oh. So um, I'm not looking to be like, I'm not trying to be on that page, but I just want like kids and people to know like they can do anything they want to do if they just, you know, try. And I just feel like a lot of the times we just get looked down on because we're such from such small, humble beginnings. And um, I'm trying to show them like, we can do it. Like all we need, if, if we just had that one person to be there for us and push us like these bigger schools or bigger places have, we can do the exact same thing, even better. And like, that's one thing that I've learned is like, because I'm a three sport athlete, because I've had to work and fight for everything, I am a better athlete for it. Um, Like I hate to go all the way back, but like this with the school, with uh, training, we have this, um, uh, thing called um the ring of honor it's a um it's an activity it's like a, it's a group of exercises and for the longest time there was an, a record and i was i wasn't the first one to break it but i broke the record and like now i hold the record for it and i feel as though it'll be a while before anybody else breaks it because of how fast it is um because like like i said i just we have we, we we have the athleticism it's just no one's taking the, the time to look out for us so um yeah just to tell myself like you can do anything just just work hard for it and like if you have to like go out and find somebody to believe in you to like get there go for it so that that's what i would tell my 10 year old self and build good credit and build yes build good credit definitely build good credit <laughs> okay we're coming down to the end here uh, okay. I'm going to 
throw it to Val for a second. Val, were there any questions in chat tonight? Hi, everybody. Yes, there hey, were questions. Um, I caught two questions. If I missed any, my sincerest apologies. Drop them, drop them back in. This is my I'm dumb, so it's my first time doing this. I did just want to um let you know that because like you come on on mine um in my interviews and you do a lightning round but i feel i felt bad that merrick wouldn't get a lightning round oh so i have 10 questions that we can use for lightning round oh Oh, man look at that okay i didn't i didn't want him to miss out on the most hated despised segment the worst segment of any interview that we do is okay, the lightning right? round? Let me stretch for this. Okay. No, Val, do I have to? Do I have to run the lightning round? Uh, no. 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 Oh, Val, no. No. Okay. No. We don't. We don't need that. Okay. Are you ready, Merrick? I'm ready. <laughs> Hell yeah! Which would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? Mow the lawn. Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job? Work the perfect job. What's the wrestling word you use most outside of wrestling? Uh, bump, I guess. How many pillows do you sleep with? Two. What kitchen appliance do you use the most? Microwave. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a surprise party that was an actual surprise? No. What is one thing that you'll never do again? Uh, um, I have no idea because I enjoy everything that I do. Um, let's say trip. I will never trip again. Fair enough. Who was <laughs> your first? Who was your first concert? I guess uh, Meek Mills. What song always gets you on the dance floor? Uh, goodness gracious we'll just go with um the 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 Carlton dance song it's not unusual (laughs) and then last question for lightning round how do you take your pancakes uh regular fluffy like do you use maple syrup or do you like blueberries in them or like how do you do it oh uh well, butter and syrup. I'm a butter syrup person. I keep it regular. Hell yeah. yeah. That was that was my question. Oh, yay. I did it. Wow, <laughs> you're <awesome>. hired. <laughs> this is a special one time only. I just didn't want somebody to miss out on the lightning round because it's, I mean, it's part of a, like a hero's trial to do it. So that it is, that it is. <laughs> So we did have a couple of questions from chat. Um, I have Vic Sage. Um, where did Merrick's night theme come from? We kind of already touched on that uh, quite quite a lot. But I did <laughs> just want to, if there's anything that you've thought of that you wanted to add. Um, uh, he said, where did my night name come from? Your night theme come from oh 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 yeah work in ancestry.com <laughs> <laughs> and then um also from Vic Sage 
of current wrestlers, who does Merrick think has the best gimmick? Ooh. Oh, um, Charles Mason. He's one of my, I just, I really enjoy his gimmick. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have one more. I have one more. Okay. Um, and this is from um, CEO Matt the Mouth. I don't know if you know who that is, but he did ask who is Merrick's favorite promoter? Oh, my favorite promoter. Uh, I uh, I enjoy uh, the guy from Action. I can't think of his name right now. He's he's uh, pretty cool. Um, is that the guy there. that gets beat up by Angela Slane? <laughs> yes, yes, that was that was the guy. Okay, I, re- I know who that is now. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, him. Uh, I've seen that twice actually. Like twice, I've been there, and like he's always getting beat up. I don't know why. Um, hopefully he doesn't have any troubles but um yeah he's he's really cool action guy fair <laughs> enough those are my only questions from chat uh christopher had one i saw he oh, put I it in at it. the end you, you might have missed it he wants to know what your favorite medieval movie is so this is this is a bad take i don't really watch movies <laughs> so that's okay uh, if anything, it would have to be Black Knight with Martin Lawrence because that's the only one that I <laughs> have seen. I did watch uh, Nightfall um, that was on Netflix and there's another one um, that came on last year. It's something about the night, night something or King something. It was really good. Um, I, for- I just forgot what it was called. That was a really good one too. So, Christopher says, watch A Night's Tale with Heath Ledger. Everyone keeps telling me that, and I really want to. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> so one day, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be able to sit down and watch it. <laughs> you should, because my introduction for you tonight was mm-hmm. partially themed off of one of the introductions in that movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to watch. I'll, one day, I'll set. I'll make sure to set an alarm to find and watch it. <laughs> I, I I would recommend it. It's fun. Oh man, Vic! Now Vic's coming in. We got another question. Okay. <laughs> and I I remember seeing this as it came in, Vic. So thanks for rewriting it. Did you have to wear tape on the bridge of the nose on your glasses at Devon School? No, I did not. Uh, we 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 stood away. We we did not wear those. We stayed away from those. There we go. We stayed away from tape and glasses. <laughs> Okay, here's another question. Okay. Uh, signed 8 by 10 asks, Merrick, if you had to leave human form mm-hmm. and live the rest of your days as any animal, what do you choose? Uh, it might have to be a dog because 9 out of 10 times, I know I'll get taken care of very well. <laughs> so... Don't have to worry about much. And I get belly rubs. And who doesn't love belly rubs? So that is a that is a wise choice. My dog loves belly rubs. <laughs> okay, chat. Any any anything else in the ninth hour here? We're gonna give it going once, going twice, gone. Okay. So since Val did the lightning round, okay. I I won't put you through the agonizing pain. Of the wrestler's feud, which Christopher hates. Okay. And that's basically like 
Family Feud, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to hit up the last question okay. here. Uh, but before we hit okay. the last question, Chris says he does hate it. Uh, Merrick, where can everybody find you on the socials? Where can they buy your merch? Give everybody that info. Okie dokie. So um, on Instagram and Twitter, it is um, capital S, capital K, capital M, Eric, capital D, Donovan. So SK Merrick Donovan on both Twitter and um, Instagram. On Facebook, you can find my uh, wrestling page, which is Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. Um, oh, also, don't see me. There's no seeing Merrick. People, you know, like, you know, phones mess, phones mess up and like put the C in there. Um, so just it's Merrick, just IK. That's it. Um, and as far as merch, you can look. Um, I'm on Brainbuster.com. Um, Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. I have shirts, stickers, long sleeves, hoodies. Um, I have a whole bunch of hats, uh, beanies. I have a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I, there, it's like different. Like I have like four different, four or five different designs. So like, there's there's something for everybody there. Um, so just take a look, take a gander, and let me know. <laughs> nice. And we've had some of the. We've had two of your t-shirts rolling through. Uh, if you've seen them in the twitch screen here there's a blue long sleeve the yellow short sleeve the short the yellow back is the same on the blue so i showed you the front of the blue and the back of the yellow so everybody go out there make sure you follow merrick buy some merch from him and uh now now we're gonna get down to the nitty-gritty sir okay and now we're at the last question and this could make or break this entire interview. Egad. Exactly. <laughs> so, the question is in the topic of Oreo cookies. Okay. And does Sir Knight Merrick Donovan prefer the single stuff? Okay. Original Oreo cookies. Okay. Or the enchanted double stuff Oreo cookie. Where doth thou allegiance lie? Uh, my allegiance lies with double stuffed, more lamb for the slaughter. So, yeah. <laughs> that is the correct answer. I did it. This entire all. podcast has been saved. Not that it wasn't ever bad, but <laughs> that question solidified it. Double stuff. Let's see the double stuff emotes in the chat. Hey, Christopher says wrong. he gets a t-shirt. You were getting a t-shirt anyway. <laughs> Three cheers. <laughs> yes. So everybody, uh, first off, Merrick, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, I really appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Uh, I, I know with my dumbass technical difficulties in the beginning, <laughs> you know, I got one of the unmutes. I didn't get the other unmute. I'll get there at some point. It happens. Experience and practice, but I'm I'm very appreciative of the time and just uh, the platform, and it was just it was a fun time. Like I'm 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 very thankful for you just allowing me to be, be able to join y'all on today. So just thank you so much. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. Everybody, go follow, go subscribe to his YouTube page, go buy some merch, go watch IWTV, uh, just go out there and watch Sir Nightmare Donovan. 
Uh, Watch the conquest. Merrick, we're going to go raid somebody right now. Uh, hang out here. We're going to finish up the uh, interview here. We'll talk to you in the green room in a second. Okay. And uh, looks, Christopher says we're going to uh, raid uh, Hoyo Damar. Uh, Chris, if you want to send us over there, go right ahead. Uh, everybody in the chat, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, remember, we'll be back tomorrow with Val in the stack and referee Sean Patrick O'Brien. Come join us. We'll see you then. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events plus numerous other archive shows from Action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION for a free five-day trial. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash The Bald Monkeys.